Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us to a very special episode of Down in the Den, hashtag D-I-T-D. I'm your host, Mars, and today's episode, I decided to switch things up a bit. I love Star Wars. I, I love pro wrestling and everything pop culture, but just like the next person in today's sociopolitical climate, I cannot in good conscience have an episode talking about what's going on that's on Disney Plus or what's going on in the Marvel Cinematic Universe without having this conversation with you guys. I need to talk to you guys because we all have a voice and sometimes we can't be silent. And before we begin, I would just like to start off by saying this conversation is going to be uncomfortable. This conversation is going to be painful, but it will be open and it will be honest. America, the idea, America, the concept is a beautiful thing. I'm proud to be an American. The idea and the ideal of a place where all men and women are created equal, where justice is blind, where we can all live that American dream if we work hard is beautiful. But unfortunately, it's not reality. Now, originally, I was going to try to have a strictly factual conversation and talk about systemic racism in our beloved country. I was going to talk about the impact of 400 years of slavery, 60 plus years of Jim Crow, policies of segregation and economic policies such as redlining and political policies such as gerrymandering and other methods to suppress the vote. Things are in place to keep people impressed. I was going to talk about the impact of such unfair laws as making a person get more time for crack cocaine versus powder cocaine. I was going to talk about how every time a black leader rises, they seem to be assassinated either physically or their character. I was going to talk about how the black power system of the black family has been systematically destroyed since 1970. But you guys can do your Googles. I could talk about the Oklahoma City bombings of Black Wall Street or the Tuskegee Experiment. I could talk about all of those things. I could talk about injustice and racial profiling and numerous issues that affect the black community. But I wanted to speak from the heart because you all can do your Googles. You all can do your research and learn about these things. And I want to be as clear as possible. I hate no one because of their race, their religion, their sexual orientation, or political affiliation. I have always judged people for the content of their character, and I'm so thankful for my parents to instill that in me. But I am so angry, and I am so frightened. And for the first time in my 39 years of existence, I have experienced true anxiety. So I want to go through some names. And if you don't instantly recognize all of these names or some of these names, do me a favor. Grab your smartphone, your laptop or your tablet, and go to your favorite search engine and type some of these names in.
Sandra Bland. She forgot to put her turning signal on when switching lanes. Samuel Dubois didn't have a license plate. Walter Scott had a broken brake light. Sean Bell was sitting in his car. Eric Garner allegedly sold a Lucy. Alton Sterling sold CDs. Mario Woods was walking. Laquan McDonald was walking toward police. Freddie Gray made eye contact. Rakia Boyd laughed. Greg Gunn walked home. Trayvon Martin wore a hoodie. Tamira Rice played with a toy gun. Amadou Diallo held his wallet. Stephen Clark was on the phone at his grandmother's. Terrence Crutcher car broke down. Ramarley Graham ran to the bathroom in his own apartment. Akia Gurley walked to his apartment. Renisha McBride called for help after an accident. John Crawford III had a fake toy gun in Walmart. India Betty also had a toy gun. Jamar Clark went to a birthday party. Philando Castile was riding with his girlfriend. Oscar Grant III was on a commuter train. Ahmad Aubrey was jogging. Botham Jean was in his own apartment. The same for Atiana Jefferson. And George Floyd was suspected of passing a fake $10 bill. Some of these things were alleged crimes. Some of these things, people were just minding their own business. I have a few more names for you. Dylan Roof, domestic terrorist, brutally murdered nine people. Travis Reeking, brutally murdered four people at a Waffle House. So you say, Sean, what's the difference between the first set of names and Mr. Roof and Mr. Wrecking. Well, every single name in that first set were all murdered in cold blood by police or a want-to-be police officer. And the other names who actually committed a horrific crime were brought in unharmed. Now, these are just the names that we know about. We're in the age where everyone has a camera. Where a camera is on every corner. So it's fairly new how many of our unarmed brothers and sisters have we lost before the video footage was available. Look, I have no doubt in my mind being a police officer is a hard, scary job. You're overworked and you're underpaid. You know, every day you may not make it home to your loved ones. I get it. And I respect your service. There was even a time in my life where I considered being a Capitol Police officer and went as far as to take the test for entry. But if you cannot fulfill your oath to protect and serve, if you are so scared of someone of color that you and you have prejudice in your heart, and racism in your spirit 
this is not the career for you. Or maybe it is. I have cried more in the last few weeks than I can recall ever crying in my life. Because I see as a country, as a planet, we are at a fork in the road. This moment is right now. This is our call as Americans and as citizens across the world. Black, white, Hispanic, Asian, whatever color, whatever creed you may be, whatever religion you practice, whatever your sexual orientation, it does not matter because we must stand together. I love you all from the bottom of my heart. In my free time, fairly late in my life, I was introduced to a tribe. And that tribe took me to the raver universe. I wasn't doing this at 15, 16, 17, 20. I started in my late 30s. And when I started into rave culture, I was advised that the motto is PLUR, P-L-U-R which stands for peace, love, unity, and respect. First time I went to a rave, I saw people from all social economic backgrounds, colors, creeds, races, sexual orientations, happy, dancing, loving each other, maybe a little high, and together. It was a beautiful thing. I found my tribe. My tribe is big and it is beautiful and it is diverse. We have doctors, IT people, postal workers, artists, bankers, insurance workers, public servants, essential workers. No one judges each other for their race, religion, sexual orientation. We have blacks in my tribe, whites in my tribe, Asians in my tribe, Indians in my tribe, gay, straight. We have it all. We hang together. We party together. We talk about music, life, love, liberty. They've all stayed at my house and I've stayed at theirs. And that is what America could be. That is what America should be. That is the true definition of a melting pot. And honestly, I believe it's more good people in this world than bad, but we cannot be silent, not anymore. All lives can't matter until black lives matter. My heart is broken. The video of Mr. George Floyd, also known as Big Floyd, being placed in a blood choke for almost nine minutes, crying for his deceased mother, and screaming those fateful three words that have been ingrained in my mind. I can't breathe. It's caused PTSD. We are in a real war. This is real life trauma. This is terrorism. And ladies and gentlemen, this is not a race war. This is not black against white. It's wrong versus right. There's a wonderful video out there that I suggest 
every single person log on to YouTube and type in the name Jane Elliott. Jane Elliott is an educator and she's been doing this, I believe, since the early 60s. And in this video, she's in a large lecture room or a classroom. I'm not 100% certain, but this will be 50 to maybe even 100 students, majority of white. Or the majority were white people in this class. And she asked a simple, easy question. And it went as this. This is a simple social experiment. And she asked the people in her class who were majority Caucasian. She asked them if any of you would like to be treated the way blacks are treated in this country to stand. No one stood. She asked them again, maybe to clarify herself in case they didn't understand her question. And she repeated herself. She said, if any of you in this classroom would like to be treated the way blacks are treated in this country to stand. And once again, silence. No one stood. She then states, this means that you know what is happening to black people all across this country. It means that you know you do not want it for yourself, but you are willing to accept this for others. And why? Is it apathy? Is it lack of empathy? I don't want to believe that. Martin Luther King Jr. has a famous quote. The time is always right to do what is right. And right now, this is our opportunity. We don't need to burn down our communities, although I understand that the anger, rage, and frustration is there. We don't need to loot and destroy our own homes. We're not only people of color. We are people of strength. We are people of pride. We are people of integrity. But right now, we need our allies across the board and across the world to come together and stand with us. Killer Mike and T.I. were in Atlanta the other day and they were talking about the city being burned down and T.I. said, Something to the effect of this is an area where people that haven't been accepted in New York, California, Detroit, they could come to Atlanta, make something of themselves, be successful, really live the American dream, our own little Wakanda here in America, in the American South. And then Killer Mike came on and his words brought tears to my eyes. And what I pulled from that is that right now, today, we need to plot. We need to plan. We need to strategize. We need to organize. And we need to mobilize. Right now, we must unite on the side of light, on the side of love, on the side of justice, on the side of compassion, on the side of of integrity on the side of honor. The old ways of complacency 
are done. We must bully our voice, our vote. We must use our voice and we can no longer sit on the sidelines. And I'm not just talking about in the presidential election in November. I'm talking about, more importantly, our local elections across the board. Each person tell 10 people and that person tell 10 people. We need to determine what we want as a people. We can no longer be ignored. We can no longer just give our vote away to a particular party because it's assumed the other party is worse. When in reality, this two-party system is a lot of the same. We must demand transparency from our public servants. And remember, they are indeed servants. They are here for us, not the other way around. We must get corporations out of politics. 100% no more buying elections. No more special interests. We have to stop fighting each other over the color of a rag in our pockets or defending a block we don't even own. We must stop making it cool to disrespect our women because they are the pillar of the black community. We must give love and equality to our LGBTQIA allies. We have to stop that. The only thing that we should be doing right now is standing together as a community. The only thing that we should be burning down right now is this outdated and antiquated system of systemic racism. And notice I didn't say broken because right now the system is working as efficiently as ever. We are a divided house and a divided house cannot stand. America, this is my plea to you to be all that you were destined to be as a country and my people. And I'm not just talking about black people. I'm talking about my people who stand on the side of light, love, truth, justice. I need you to stand with us. Get involved. Educate yourself. There's nothing that you cannot learn. That isn't a few clicks away. You don't have to go to college to be educated. You don't have to go to a major university to be educated. You don't even need to have a high school diploma to be educated. You just have to have a will. Books are free at your local library. Internet is out there. Free in most locations. Do your research. I want everybody to go to change.org. There are plenty of petitions. See what strikes your heart. Donate if you can. If you don't have the ability to donate your dollars, I understand right now we are in a recession. I understand right now we are in a pandemic. But a bigger virus that has been affecting this country long before COVID-19 is systemic racism. I want to thank you all so much for giving me a moment of your day on this podcast to have this conversation about race. 
I want to thank you so much and I, and I love you all. I'm just heartbroken right now and I'm frustrated right now because I don't know when I leave the house if I'm going to come back. Not because I broke any laws or I'm a dangerous criminal, just because I'm brown. I want to thank you all for listening today. Love and light and peace to everyone. And as always, deuces.